series of medita- uh, meditations. This is from Psalm 25. We'll be going through Psalm 25. Probably take a few months, um, but I'm rejoicing in it already. I'm just going to look at two verses today, verses one and two. This is the inerrant word of God, and we should uh, revere it. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Father, we are here as your people to receive your word. Help us to understand it and rejoice in it and apply it. And come to your table with a right heart, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Psalm 25 is a prayer for primarily, I guess you could say, three things. A prayer for forgiveness and mercy. This is King David again. Forgiveness and mercy. Uh, Secondly, for instruction in God's ways, that he would keep going in God's way, and for deliverance against his enemies. And all of that, of course, is based on faith uh, in the tender mercies of our covenant-making God. And and that's how David saw him. He he was the maker of covenants, and he was trusting in him. And this psalm comes, as a number of psalms do, in in the form of an acrostic using the Hebrew letters, or the Hebrew alphabet, in the first words of this, each sentence, each line. And it is also a chiasm. So something like A, B, and then C is the middle, and then B, A, which is centered on the covenant relationship that we have with the Lord uh, as his people and with his people. Uh, the, part, the A parts are, uh, in most uh, studies I saw, verses 1 through 3 and verses 19 through 21. Those are the A parts. Uh, a part, uh, both are uh, related to contrasting the righteous and the enemies of God. So A and A on both sides. And then the B parts, verses four through seven, uh, first of all, are a request for instruction. That's the first B. And the second B is verses 15 through 18. And that is also a request. It's a for, for request for deliverance. For, so a request for instruction, a prayer, and a request for deliverance. And then the, the C part, verses 18, 8 through 14, uh, relate to the covenant relationship, and verse 11 being the center of the chiasm. So looking at verse 1, David said, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. And one verse uh, related to that in, in this same psalm, verse 15, David said, My eyes are ever toward you, toward the Lord for he will pluck my feet out of the net. He said, my eyes are always looking to you. Now this lifting up of our soul is basically a setting of our affections, our, our whole heart on the Lord. And it's like an offering of incense to the Lord. David is in a sense offering himself, he's submitting himself, trusting in the covenant that God has made with him. So it's related to faith and belief and trust. This lifting up of his heart is because he trusts in his God. He said in verse two, uh, right away, oh my God, I trust in you. And there are two verses in the Psalms that I'd like to share, two cross-references, and they're both from uh, David. They're Psalms of David. Uh, The first one is in Psalm 86, verses three through five. And David said, be merciful to God, be merciful to me, O Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Rejoice, or make glad the soul of your servant, For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. He knew he had one hope, to lift up his soul to the Lord. And he said, because you are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. So I'm calling upon you. I'm lifting up my soul to you. He's crying out, make my soul glad. You're the only one who can. And then Psalm 143.8, 
He said, cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. May it be so for all of us. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust, again. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. So similar to uh, this psalm, in the way he is walking, he's saying, Lord, I need help to, to go in the way you want me to go. And so David is coming in faith to the Lord, trusting in God's covenant uh, grace to him, his covenant of grace. As we also, dear family, must come to the Lord. We must come also crying out to the Lord our God, Jehovah, to the Lord our creator, to the Lord our savior, to the Lord our defender, Lord our deliverer, and the Lord of the covenant. And what does it mean to lift up your souls? What does it mean to do that? To the Lord God Almighty, to Jehovah. How do we do that? One commentator said it this way. He said, this is an express, expressive figure of speech, speaking of the surrender, submission, and waiting upon God that David directed toward Yahweh, the covenant God of Israel. It was as if David held his soul in outstretched hands up to heaven saying, here I am, Lord, completely surrendered to you. He's pouring out his heart. Matthew Henry said, in worshiping God, we must lift up our souls to him. And we can, praise God. And he went on, he said, prayer is the ascent of the soul to God. And I would add that worship is the ascent of the soul to God. We are lifting ourselves up more and more. We are turning the gaze of our soul to him. The focused attention of our hearts to him. We are communicating not just uh, audibly with words, but with words and thoughts, especially of scripture, from the heart led by the spirit. Romans 8.26 talks about what this means. The Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And just before the Lord gave us his pattern of prayer in Matthew 6, he said, when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. So it's not quantity, and it's not eloquence. The Lord wants our heart. In the Westminster Shorter Catechism, it begins this way, the answer to, you know, what is prayer? It says, prayer is an offering up of our desires unto God. Same thing, basically. We're offering up ourselves unto God, and I'll finish the, you all know this maybe, but prayer is an offering up of ourselves, desires unto God for things agreeable to his will in the name of Christ with confession of our sins and thankful acknowledgement of his mercies. But prayer is an offering up of our desires unto God, our hearts. And there are many examples in Scripture of people pouring out their hearts. There was Hannah, who was at the temple, crying out for a child. There was King David many times, of course, uh, in the Psalms, praying for deliverance and forgiveness uh, and joy and worship as he is here. And then Daniel, Daniel, in confessing the sins of the whole nation, he was crying out his, in, in his heart to the Lord. And Nehemiah and Paul, Paul and his love for the Lord and, and his uh, church. And so as we come to the table this morning, we do so to worship the Lord, to, to acknowledge him, to lift our hearts to him. Uh, and we should always come in prayer, through prayer, lifting up our hearts to the Lord who invited us to dine with him and to rejoice in his covenant faithfulness. That's what we're doing here. And to praise him for making a way for us to draw near to him, to him at all through the work of the Lord Jesus on the cross through our redemption, through his sacrifice. So may the Lord enable us all, enable each of you 
to lift up your heart this morning, to lift up your soul to the Lord our Savior as you partake of these reminders of his covenant faithfulness. Let's pray. Oh Lord, you have made a covenant with us. Lord, what a great blessing. Forgive us for taking that for granted. And you are also the one who gives us the strength to carry out what you have called us to do by uh, walking in the Spirit. And Lord, as you have called us to come and to commune with you, we do so with joy and thankfulness for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. And we each come as David did and say, oh my God, I trust in you. And we come in faith, which is a gift from you. And we lift up our souls to you as our creator and our Lord and our King. And we come and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, amen.